Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Bloodthirsty Times. I'm your host, Emily. And it's your boy, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Sorry, Catfish Factory. And I'm tall, dark, and handsome. Just kidding, it's, it's me, Octavio. Aww. <laughs> this week, we are hitting you guys with a newer-ish case, and one that I have never even heard of until a couple of weeks ago. Clearly, I've been living under a rock. But we are heading into a catfishing spiral of chaos today. So remember, folks, whenever you are online, always FaceTime. Never trust pictures and join us in these bloodthirsty times. Serial killers do on a small scale what governments do on a large one. They are a product of the times and these are bloodthirsty times. Ooh, welcome back to another episode. Um, today, you know what I want to do, Will? I want to give that? a shout out to all of our, surprisingly, we have listeners in Europe. All over Europe. Where? In Europe, just everywhere. We have, um, um, if you want to know specifically, I can tell you. I do. Okay. Okay. So we have some, we have England, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland, the Netherlands especially. We were actually on their charts for a second there. And uh, other places like that, but... We have just, it's weird. We have listeners in Europe and they actually like us. It's really weird. Well, that's cool. I think it's I'm really from cool. Europe ish. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere back in my ancestry. At some point. So yeah. is Emily. You guys both are. I'm English and Scottish. Um, English, Scottish, French, uh, I think Irish. A little bit Irish. I've thought I was Irish my entire life, but I'm actually Scottish, not Irish. Close enough. Beard, yeah. I'm Mexican. What? I don't, <laughs> I don't believe so that. I don't have all these convoluted bloodlines. I'm just Mexican. <laughs> I'm from Mexico. Is this you catfishing us again? No, this is I'm being for real. The being good look, the okay. being the being good looking thing was catfishing you. The being Mexican is totally true. Eh. Well, both worked, I guess. You're married. <laughs> uh, I guess I won that one. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, count, we'll count that as a W. Yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out to uh, all our listeners across the pond. We really appreciate you guys uh, listening to us and tell your friends. Tell more people. You yeah, want to keep telling them. Thanks. Yeah. If you want to tell them where to find us, uh, Emily, can you tell them where to find us? Sure. Um, you can find us on Twitter at bloodthirsty, bloodthirsty pod, Gmail bloodthirstypod at gmail.com. Facebook and Twitter, no, Facebook and Instagram, I'm sorry, are at bloodthirsty times. And we have a link tree in all of our bios that will connect you to each one of those platforms. And send us a shout out, like, share, ask questions, interact. We love it. And don't forget our OnlyFans. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Uh, I forgot yeah. what the link is, though. So. Check the link tree for it. What does our OnlyFans consist of? <laughs> Don't worry only, about it. Only the, <laughs> okay. Only the fans who click the link tree. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's just a picture of yourself when you click it. It's my side hustle, okay? <laughs> 87 cents a day. <laughs> you can see Will's... Uh, <laughs> my, my balls on my... It's just, it's just the underside. 
it's our collective like different version of patreon we're doing yeah only that's fans. what it is <laughs> Why not? Well, you can that's, watch uh, people close. It doesn't even have to be. I mean, if you just know uh, wide shots, it doesn't actually have to be your balls, right, Will? No. You can catfish I, your balls. I can catfish my nuts, dude. <laughs> On OnlyFans. Just Google shot oh, photo this, print and tape it to it. This took a turn from just shouting out at European fans, too. <laughs> oh, and thanks to all of our other fans all over the world, wherever you guys are also listening from. We appreciate you guys, too. Yeah, I just you know, I mentioned them specifically because we got an email saying that we are charting on in Netherlands. So that's I was just like, whoa, what? Okay, that's cool. I don't know. <laughs> I like I don't know what to do with my hands right now. Just you know, I wake up in the morning and I piss excellence. I don't know what to do with my hands right now. Jazz hands always. Anyways, so right. Emily, you want to moving right along? Take us right into the show here. Yes, sir. So I'm sure everyone has gone on to, online to some sort of forum once or twice in their lifetime, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if you haven't. Yeah, AIM. Know. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember AIM. Mm-hmm. But even if you haven't, most people have heard of the show on MTV called Catfish. If you haven't, then you two have been living under a rock like I. And this week, we are diving into a gnarly catfishing triangle that does not end well. In May of this podcast? Yes, right. <laughs> for the first time ever, we're doing a Aww. bad case. Yeah. Bad. Just hoping for some light at the end of the tunnel here, but... All, all right. right, all right. So in May of 2005, Thomas Montgomery was a simple and plain family man. Married to his wife, Cindy, for 16 years with two daughters. He worked at Dynabraid Factory for 12 years. He went to his kids' swim meets where he was the vice president at the swim club and tried to be a loyal and loving husband. He had some downtime for himself, though, and that was his playing every Friday night Texas Hold'em on Pogo.com. Something I've never heard of. Me neither. Oh, yeah, what the fuck is Pogo.com? Thank God you guys don't know either. I was so nervous about that one. I, it sounds Zero like a clue. poker, online poker website. That's what it sounds like. I thought it was, yep. but as you'll see in a second, it is not just that. So. Oh, it's not just that? Yeah. Well, but apparently Homeboy that. was super good at Texas Hold'em, and he even won the Dynabraid championship two years in a row so like his co-workers had a group on this platform mm-hmm. and oh, they it's would a bunch play. of free games that's what it is oh oh well, why not just use yahoo chat- back in the at this time yahoo was huge wasn't it you had the pool and all that other it had like chess and yeah, a this, bunch of stuff well, well this has like scrabble and word womp and spades and trizzle a bunch of games i've never heard of <laughs> but he, he was good enough to to win Dynabraid Texas Hold'em Championship two years two years in a row back to back Dynabraid Championship. I'm sure those two other coworkers that were joining him gave him a run <laughs> for his money. The back to back champ, baby. Is there? Is does Pogo involve real money? Will? Um, I don't think so. Cause it's no. Like free play free online games, but you can't bet against uh, each other. I'm sure you could. I guess if you really want to. I, I think there's probably um, uh, in game currency. Yeah. I don't think it translates. It never to really the stated real whether he won actual money or not. But um, in a second, I would, since you've already looked it up, maybe you can um, add to the next aspect. I aspect I talk about as okay. an age related. So, but anyways, he's getting a little too bored with his life, and he started diving deeper into the world of pogo. And as one does. Yes, always. 
Can never go too deep into Pogo. (laughs) (laughs) He went by the name Marine Sniper, and he joined a group on Pogo, and he stated that he started innocently because he was lonely and bored. Like I said, I have zero clue what this is, but he ventured into a room for chatting, and it didn't take long for him to get a conversation started with someone. And it was because she noticed that his screen name said Marine Sniper and sent him a little private message asking if he knew that he was in a kid's chat group. Oh, okay. Huh? R- red flag? Yes. Yeah. How do you accidentally enter yeah. a... Mm, well, hold on. Me looking at the site now, not knowing what the fuck I'm looking at, uh-huh. I could I could accidentally enter a kid's chat probably. Okay, so wait. But so the website's still going? Hold, if you were two-year yeah, Texas August. Hold'em Championship, like you'd know Pogo up down side to side like right um i guess i think there's certain games in here that tailor towards kids go fish uh no there's like uh pop it hd it looks like a little cactus popping balloons oh jeez. uh and then That's like cool. snowbird solitaire and it's got like a little f- cool cute looking bear hmm. so i could s- s- again this was like, this doesn't feel accidental 15 years though. ago this was like 15 what 16 years ago so 2005. Oh my yeah. God. Six, 17. Cow. So I don't know what was on the site then. I don't know how it was. 17 but I'm sure it was. It, I'm, I'm sure there wasn't separate uh, like chat rooms, I guess, for like kids only. I think it was pretty open. They're, they're, I, I feel like it's because I remember Yahoo had theirs. Uh, I don't know if it was by age, but it was definitely by maybe no, it age, wasn't gr- by age, age, was age like group. Yeah. yeah. But also, these are games, he said. So, like, I guess there is a maybe a private chat option within each game. game. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. you'd be playing against someone. There'd be an option like, ah, I got you, you know, whatever. If you're playing playing checkers or chess or whatever, I could be like, ah, it's okay. Or there's like a a group chat during the game, and then you can click on one's profile and send them a private message. So that's probably yeah, how this was because AS ASL WID uh, MySpace. Yeah, that too. Wait, what, what are you saying? Words? You're saying yeah. words? Correct. <laughs> TTYL. Mm, yep. BRB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> oh, FML. That's funny. <laughs> okay, moving on. All right. So, anyways, that someone that messaged him was going by the screen name of Tall Hot Blonde. And this was a 17 year old girl named Jessie from West Virginia. Take that ooh back. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like ooh. She's not seventeen no. anymore, Will. She's not seventeen anymore. Okay. Yeah, well. but still, no. Still. Good. It's good for you that you took it back. I appreciate that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, this is this is the good, the good thing about being a podcast. You can, as you learn information, you can be like, oh shit, that was a mistake. <laughs> but we don't edit this shit, so that's for life, bro. <laughs> yeah. uh, I didn't know until now that she was seventeen. To me, she was a tall, hot blonde, okay? Yeah, it's easy mistake. I, I mean, Marine Sniper made the mistake. I mean, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll see. <laughs> All right. So Thomas, or as he was now going to go by, Tommy told Jesse that he was an 18-year-old and he was soon to graduate from Marine Boot Camp. Oh, my God. Seriously, I could just picture him. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not 46. What are you talking about? I'm 18. The quickness that this man went from a 46-year-old swim meet dad watching vice president of a swim club to an 18-year-old soon-to-be graduate of Marine boot camp is nuts. Yeah, I mean, how I was he already a, How was he already a Marine sniper, though? Um, 
I guess you're asking questions. Will that will be answered, but also (laughs) that may be his hopes and dreams. But I gotta say, as a dad, just if Thomas was just a dad and that was all he was, and not this catfishing dude, he sounds all right. All right, like he he's there for his kids. He seems to love his kids at least. Yeah, I mean, every yeah, day sure. brings a new awful to the world. So yeah, people can change though. So whatever. All right, let's see Tommy now, not Thomas anymore. So let's see what Tommy yeah. tells her. So he went deeply into this backstory as if it was his actual life. Like I said, like he'd been studying for this day. He told <laughs> Jesse that his mom died when he of cancer when he was 12 years old his father was in the military and he even went as far as to tell her that at the age of 17 which in this world of his is one year prior to when they are speaking that he actually raped a cheerleader and his life was in ruins so he decided to enlist in the marines i must pause for a second here because what the fuck yeah i was gonna say if you kept going i was like how how are you just gonna keep going not just speed past this and I am floored that Jesse did. He just drops the rape bomb and keeps it moving like litter out the window on the interstate. I do not get it. He, yeah, that conversation would be like, you raped a cheerleader, all right, exiting the chat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Block forever, like report. I don't report, know, for real, report. Yeah. Like, where's the report like, button? Get your flip phone out, sister, and take a picture of this shit because you just got witness to a crime, okay? I've reported people for less, like hacking, not even hacking, just being better than me the game i report yeah, people just because i don't like them they're saying that the n-word in oh yeah game chat. a lot but you yeah. guys play with weird like games and stuff so i guess that's i don't game so i don't get it and i don't really report people because i have nothing to report them on still that's, anyways i don't yeah i don't understand how she just kept like oh you raped this uh, cheerleader but you got your life together now because you're a marine right cool like I, I don't get it yeah mm. it was very weird to me um she was not easily shaken by this, and because his life seemed so hard, it's what drew her deeper in. She told him how proud of him she was, and he responded with telling her that she was the best thing that ever happened to him. Go figure. After I can fix 15 him. minutes, their life is set forever together. I can yeah, fix why, him. Why do girls like to fix guys? Oh my god, it, my gosh, don't do totally, it, girls. Don't. If they're not totally fixed when you meet them, fuck them, okay? Not literally. Like, yeah, no, 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 fuck them. No, 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 fuck yeah, you do that. <laughs> and then just don't talk to them anymore. No, yeah. tell them to fuck yeah. off. Grow up. No, no, you, no, no, you have to write, fuck them. No, you're right. Yeah. No, I'm not. I take it back. <laughs> she, just, she just looked over at me like, shut <laughs> So, yeah, you can't fix a man just like you can't fix stupid, okay, ladies? Just go with god anyways <laughs> yeah and then fuck him no <laughs> so okay, okay. tommy goes on to explain that after he finishes boot camp he's heading to iraq and furthered this tangled web of lies by creating another identity that was supposed to be tommy's dad tom senior tommy's internet access would be limited because you know he has a 45 year old man's life job kids wife so he had to come up with some way to make it seem like his father, Tom Sr., would be the go-between for the two to, com- to communicate. He even told her to send anything that she planned to mail him to Tom Sr. because he could get it to him quickly in Iraq due to having contacts that can assist with that sort of thing. So, Thomas is now Tommy's father, Tommy Sr., and he's... So, the, he sent it to his house now? Like, he actually gave her his real address? 
Yes. As so, so Tommy doesn't live there. Tommy Senior does, but that's just Thomas's regular house with his wife yes. and children. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It is cool. And I, I mean, I don't open your mail, but I could not imagine the first package coming in the mail and getting it and being like, "Heck yeah, what's this?" and opening what it what it is. So he's he's quite lucky that that did not happen. But yeah, but can we just so he he's Tommy's dad now because Tommy's busy in boot camp. No, he's so both he's busy of them. in Iraq. He's, oh, he's, he's in fight. Iraq now. He's passed he's out. In Iraq. He's going to be deployed. That's what he's saying. He's got a future of deployment coming up. And his dad, he's created this alter ego of his father so to be the go-between. I get it. I got it. I got yes. it. I'm just super confused. I got it now. Thank so you. He's Thomas in real life. Tommy to Jesse's. That's her, the love of her life. And mm -hmm. Tom Sr. is his fake father. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. All right. So... It got to the point that he told her he actually deployed to Iraq and she didn't question how he's in the middle of the desert playing on pogo with her. <laughs> and their online romance well, was rapidly getting stronger on both sides. Take Tommy told what? Just playing on pogo. Oh yeah. He's just sitting in his in the middle in the middle of Iraq. Watching yeah. turning his And she's turret, she's like, Yeah, this makes sense. Looking out for IEDs and firing his turret with his laptop sitting there. But whatever. Tommy told her that he was experiencing suicidal thoughts while he was in Iraq and that he went there to die, is what he told her. And while it's not actually proven if he was truly suicidal in real life at that time, we definitely know he wasn't in Iraq feeling them due to being deployed and missing his girl, Jessie. Mm. He sent her a picture from his actual days in the military. Yes, he was actually in the military 417 years prior to this, it seems. <laughs> And she made him made him promise to stay alive for her. This picture, she doesn't question because, one, she's 17 and has no idea what current uniforms look like, but they clearly don't look the same as 417 years ago, I'm sure. She even instant messaged his dad, Tom Sr., sometimes if she couldn't reach Tommy just to chat about her lover boy. I can say, honest to God, that I have never wanted to chat with my father-in-law about my relationship with my husband but to each their own i guess I, <laughs> well i mean we we all grew up in the time where there wasn't cell phones we were like you had to call the house phone I was like hey mr oh she's chatting with homeboy chat, yeah, chat. i get it i guess but i mean considering tommy's tommy senior probably like reached out to her first that he probably had that nor made it normal to talk to him, I guess. I think that Tommy was the go-between between like setting their communication lines up, but not necessarily like, I mean, cause clearly again, this is all the same person. So Tommy is Tom senior and also Thomas. So it wasn't a, a weird transition. It was just supposed to kind of be initially from what I understood was the go-between. I still don't understand if, if he's talking on the computer at all, then he's obviously available to talk on the computer as Tommy, but he has to keep up this, you know, Iraqi war Marine sniper persona that he's sitting in his tanker and can't text her right now. So yeah. Daddy Tom's coming in and hooking a sister up, I guess. Anyways, they begin to exchange photos and thus begin the illegal part of their relationship. They became official boyfriend and girlfriend just after a couple of months. And during their courting phase of the relationship, many photos, and I mean many, were exchanged. 
exchanged. Jessie sent pictures of herself in a bikini by the pool and short skirts and even pictures that seemed to have not been taken by Jessie or even with her knowledge that they were being taken. They were like up her skirt or focused on certain body part kind of photos. I mean, you got to send your man some spicy pics, right? Yeah. Yeah, but he's 46 and 45 in real life. No, 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 Tommy's, eight, Tommy's 18. No, 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 no Tommy's, Tommy's 18. 18. All right, all right. And Jesse is 17. Cool. Yeah, this, it's yeah. totally, totally legal. It's just a couple months apart. Mm-hmm. Not a big deal. All right. So moving on in the relationship, things are heating up and fast. Tommy told her that he had gotten a tattoo on his arm of their special motto, always and forever, with her name and a heart Aww. around it. Isn't that precious? That is the Aww. cutest. Oh, my Where'd God. Where did he get a tattoo in Iraq? He got it in <laughs> the sand. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. Hey, listen, if Jesse's not asking questions, Will, why are you, okay? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. Because he's not a 17-year-old little girl not knowing anything. You don't know that. He's a real... <laughs> yeah, you can't... He's a 30-year-old catfisher. It's actually Wilma never, you're talking to. You've never, see, you've never seen me in person. You don't know. Touche. But I see have... Catfish. Oh. Ta-da! <laughs> catfish. Do you even catfish. have a mustache? No. <laughs> Photoshop, baby. <laughs> so Jessie began creating cutesy little videos of herself with all the pictures and was sending them to Tommy along with little sweet relationship loving music tracks like shit you do in the beginning of a relationship or was it was it uh Aerosmith? It had to be Aerosmith. Yes. It's like this. <laughs> it's not your dream girl, Will. <laughs> this is Jesse. It was okay. Aerosmith. And other same genre shit. So was it don't want to live without you? Is that the one? Yeah, I don't want to close my... Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, is the... oh it's the Armageddon song. Yes. Was it uh, Tim yes. Tim McGraw and, and Nelly, that song? <laughs> yes. I don't, I don't think it so. It was the Armageddon song, but yeah. It was it was Fat Bottom Girls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Sally, that girl by the Gucci crew. That was probably it. Or, yes. or it could have been just Jesse's girl. Oh, yeah. Tommy. Oh, yeah. Maybe she just watched Tommy Boyle. I don't know. Continue. Yeah. yeah. So she told him that he took her virtual virginity. Ooh. Again, I'm learning new things on the daily case. Po- is that po- is that possible? You can you can pop, you can pop your internet hymen. Yeah, apparently. Uh, I okay. Um, if you could, can you explain what? Well, at this moment, it doesn't specify that this was like a sexting thing because remember, homeboys in the desert hanging out with his fellow brethren in camo and probably doesn't have time to you know diddle well they got plenty of time they got plenty of time yeah he's in the humvee playing pogo with her i know but like i don't know but they don't talk about like diddle fiddles all that kind of stuff at that very moment but like that is probably what they mean but i i don't know for context on that specific moment why she said that specific thing it was in a pogo chat private like conversation with the two of them and then she stated afterwards that she could not wait to be with him in person you know what this reminds me of? remember that movie closer oh yeah with natalie portman yeah. and clive owen yeah and uh and never, uh, never, never saw it and that that hunk of a man um what's his name um george clooney no no, no this... um shut up don't say it um it's the oh, my God. the song that brand new made a song about jude law yes 
Jude Law uh, is posing as a girl named Anna and he's talking to Clive Owen over chat and uh, sexting with him and <laughs> in the but in the movie they end up, like with each other's spouses yes oh yeah that movie is incredibly good if Spoiler you haven't alert, seen closer sorry, if you haven't seen the movie closer it is super good and uh features one of my favorite songs by damian rice so anyways it's just if you want context of what this looks like uh just watch closer <laughs> because jude law totally cybersex is uh clive owen and it's it's hot it's so hot easy oh yeah hello all right what so clive owen gets me going Jude law doesn't not as clive owen's such a man yeah, after a semester abroad maybe yeah after a semester abroad all right so anyways <laughs> a little deep dive there yeah those photos and those videos are what led to their first big fight tommy was a jealous and possessive person and he accused jesse of sending photos to other men and having multiple online boyfriends oh weird my God. because you know he's doing the same shit but whatever <laughs> Well, I, no, I think at this point he's super. He's he, super worse. Jess, Jesse's the no. Jesse's the one. He's not cheating on Jesse. He's not Definitely out there finding more. Not with what's her face up here. Let me go back and look at that. Cindy Carroll. Yeah, Cindy's his wife's name. Cindy, sorry, Cindy, I forgot your name for a second. Sounds boring. I mean, Cindy holds it down. Cindy's a solid woman. Yeah, because the she name, could. the name itself. This sorry. is two thousand five. Yeah, Cindy's Cindy's acceptable in 2005, especially yeah, as a mom. Okay, I mean, but imagine having a kid naming her Cindy. It's just weird, like Barbara. Well, she was probably born in the it doesn't matter 60s when they're born. 70s. Like today, we had a kid named him Richard. Well, no, that's not. I don't know. Just yeah, whatever. You can just call him Dick. Mm -hmm. Definitely, what I would do. Duh. What else would you do? So, um. In an effort to prove her love and loyalty, Jesse mailed her man her first package. She sent it to his dad like she was told to do, and she mm. sent him a key-shaped pendant, which was the key to her heart, with a T oh. and J inside of the heart. Oh my God, so cute! Mm -hmm. She do you also T and J, not not T J, T and and J. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Or you know whatever you want to stand for. Um. But also, she sent him a pair of her panties and specifically a G-string, along with a letter professing her undying love and loyalty. Were, were they just, were they used? They were used. Oh, man, that is incredible. Dedication to just, the underage it just, sexual game. It just feels so illegal now. It feels so much worse. You didn't think that sending child porno pornography was um, illegal at first? You, you wanted the underwear to happen to make it no, real illegal? No, the whole thing is yucky. Don't get me wrong. But it just, it, to me, the physical aspect just took it up a notch. Yeah. So, also, the, just, that's just gross. I don't care if you're underage or not. Don't do that. It's nasty. I know that people pay for that shit, but it's gross. Yeah, that's okay? how you get pink eye. Shit. Mm, okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's what I'm saying. Pink eye is so, shit. Yeah. Yeah, this... He knows from experience, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's only once. <laughs> so this gave Tommy great satisfaction in his fantasy relationship that he had created. Tommy forgave her after this, but for some reason he felt the need to continue this insane father identity up, keep it up, and he would message her as his dad, letting her know that he didn't forgive her. 
She defended herself to the dad many times, telling him that he needed to get over it because Tommy forgave her, and his response was totally shocking. I won't forgive you because you will hurt him, and he's an idiot, and we'll believe you're lying ass. They're from New York, just FYI. Wait, was this Tommy Sr.? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was Tommy. I was, was trying to give him a... Either way, military. they're both military men, so yeah. That right, I was trying to give him a military, like, I'm a, I'm a military man. You're, I just thought you, you sound like believe. a Marlboro man. He's an idiot, and will believe your lying ass. Yeah, okay. All right. So, meanwhile, Jesse and Tommy had created a routine in their relationship. They began talking on the phone every day between 6.30 a.m. and 6.40 a.m., and then again from 3.30 to 3.40 p.m. Well, yeah. This is because of military life? Well, Jesse was led to believe that this was because her quote-unquote sweet, sexy Marine, as she called him, was off-duty, and those were the only times he had the ability to talk on the phone. Hey, just a side note. This has nothing to do with the story or anything. What times did Thomas go to work, and what time did he get off? 6.30 and 3.30. Oh. It's almost, it's almost like he, when he left the house, he would call her on his way to work. On his flip phone. Hmm. That's that's interesting. I wonder if that's anything to do with it. it it's it's, it's got nothing to do with Tommy and, and Jesse, but whenever Thomas went to work and got off, he had alone time, so I, I don't know. It's just coincidence, I think. Very weird. How long did it take him to get to work? Ten minutes. About, about 10, 15 minutes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just, Actually, it was just right up the road. It, it was just right up the road. It probably took five. He talked as soon as he got in the vehicle, and then he talked as soon as he, until he walked into the doors of work. So it probably took him five minutes to or seven minutes to drive there, and then he had an extra three to walk into work while still on the phone. Hmm. I mean, he had this shit planned and planned well. Like I said, it seemed like this man had been planning this his entire life. Yeah, he was ready. I mean, it's like he'd been playing D&D with real life. Like, he had a character list and a sheet laid out with all saying. with all his attributes. People who listen to the podcast know what I'm saying. You don't have to. What this is isn't D&D? for you. Dungeons and Dragons. You have a list sheet. Okay, don't get me wrong. I've never played it, but I know Don't lie. I've never played it. I just, I internet a lot. So anyway, so in D&D, you have a character sheet with all your character's attributes and all the things that it's good at and what kind of character it is. And it seems like he already had one of these for his fucking life. Like, Mm -hmm. very fake. His fake life, yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of the dude from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia with like the crazy face where he's got like the string chart all over the wall. Like oh yeah. yeah what's his name charlie uh, day who's charlie. uh yeah charlie but who's uh silva pepe silvia who's pepe silvia who is pepe silvia there's no pepe silvia oh i didn't know he was actually doing something i thought that was just a picture i didn't know he was it's a screen grab i don't know i don't watch the show whatever wow get out of my house right now whoa We'll pretend didn't, he didn't say that. Didn't yeah, we're going to move past, we're going to skate past that. Yeah, and, we're going to go right past it. So anyways, by Christmas, approximately eight months. Just expect some paperwork is all. Yeah. You'll be served soon. Don't make me create my own episode about you. <laughs> okay, on. we won't. You, I mean, you'll have Dark and Twisties help you with that anyway, so. Yeah. I'll have paranormal on my side. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say I'll get paranormal because you were probably going to come back and haunt me. Oh, yeah. So we do the episode Dark and Twisties first about my murder and then talk to Baranormal podcast about me haunting your ass. Yeah. J- just your ass, though. Or I could just ask Bailey because she's known you the longest. 
So by Christmas, approximately eight months after they met <laughs> online, Tommy popped the big old question and Jesse gladly accepted. But he sent her poinsettias instead of a ring. Is that how you say that? that was, you don't pronounce the I? Poinsettias? Point, people say poinsettias, but I say poinsettias, just like I say pecan, not pecan. Oh, really? I just feel like because there's an I in there, you would say Eddie is. I also say oh. bold peanuts, and it's clearly Yeah, boiled. but you do that mockingly, though. No, I do not. I say bold peanuts because that's what okay, they're called. Okay, well, I say it mocking. No, they're called boiled peanuts. Bold peanuts. Just, it's just I'm words. It. Move on, please. I just speak faster than you can understand. That's all. Anyways, I guess they didn't have a K's close by his camp in Iraq. So he, <laughs> his response was to get a, you know, for his lovely alternative for the ring was, her, her response to that was to send more G-strings and dog tags engraved with Tom and Jesse always and forever. So he proposes to her and sends her poinsettias. Poinsettias, it here. Yeah. poinsettias, yes, uh, which is a Christmas, you know, I'm assuming Christmas flower. Christmas flower, but I don't really get that. Like, why that? Like, don't they die really easily? Yeah, and they kill your pets if they eat. Yeah, them. they're very poisonous. Mm. Maybe he was hoping. Ooh, he should and have sent Oleander. So she sent him more, <laughs> more jewelry. Well, more g strings. Yeah, more jewelry, but more importantly, more g strings, uh, mm -hmm. and then dog dog tags. Oh, he's in, he's in the military. He's a military man. A guy. Okay, okay. But let's not skate past the fact that it says Tom and Jesse always and forever. And that was kind of weird to me because this man has worked so hard to create this identity with her as Tommy. His real name is Thomas. And his dad, name. his dad is Tom. So maybe the dog tag wasn't big enough for Tommy. I don't really know. It sounds like it's just a pet name. Like if he, I'm sure if I was named Tommy, you'd call me Tom. Not if your dad is Tom. Like that's weird. He's Tom's Tommy Sr. I don't know. Moving. None of it's real anyways. <laughs> but I got questions and I always will, okay? So. No, no, I get it. This is very, this is, if this was just the case, just talking about him catfishing her like this, because he's a pathetic, just go ahead and say that, 46-year-old man who's preying on a 17-year-old female, it's already creeping up. That could be an episode on its own. So I get it. Like, this is a terrible, terrible episode to me because it's like we, Will and I like to talk about older cases a lot. I, I do them. it. Oh, I do it because of the historical aspect. And I like to just give like real history. That's one of my favorite things to do. Uh, but I know you like newer stuff. So this is more relevant to today, especially. So it's just, and I, think I take it, that back. I don't hate older cases because I do like how they're told, especially because they're not necessarily always interesting in every aspect, but the newer it's okay, cases, you hate history. That's well, okay. I mean, it's I hard. actually shut up. So <laughs> what I like about the newer cases is also kind of a double-edged sword because some of these people in some of these cases are still alive, still experience trauma from these cases. And it is difficult to retell a story that's currently someone else is living and could possibly hear you telling their story so that is why we do not victim shame or you know talk down about the victim in any way shape or form but we will call thomas montgomery a piece of shit as much as we want because that's yeah like yes i mean uh, when we do our podcast obviously we have the victims in mind and we try to be as respectful as possible but i think our main goal and i think we used to say it in the um the old intro is just to like make you guys more aware that this is real life like don't become a, a don't let yourself become a victim that's kind of our main goal here with this podcast is like we tell you these gnarly stories so that you can learn from them and, and also in a tolerable and 
able to listen without being either traumatized or grossed out. We tell them in a way that adds not humor about the case itself or the story or the victims or whatever, but just in a different manner that some people respond better to. So anyways, sorry for that mid disclaimer. But I digress. <laughs> So, Jesse expressed worry about her man's life, and they counted down the days until they would be together face to face. He kept her hanging on by the hanging on to the promise of saying it won't be long until you're Jessica Blair Montgomery. Oh, ew, gross. <laughs> Tommy started getting cocky in his real life, though, and he started to become completely consumed by his online relationship and alter ego. He even started bragging to his coworkers and told them that he was planning to leave his wife and move to West Virginia to be with his lover, Jesse. I I can, he's worked there for 14 years. I know some of these coworkers know this, his wife, Cindy. I know there's no way they, she doesn't know some of his coworkers. Can, I mean, I, they live five minutes away from the building and it's probably, it's in Buffalo. So, I mean, I don't, Buffalo, New York, I don't think that's a small place, but I'm assuming, yes, someone has to know her and people talk. And if they Yeah, don't, people talk, but not. Yeah, I, I can't imagine, like, a, if I knew a friend's wife and they were like, oh, dude, I'm dating this, I'd be like, um... I just feel like even if it was, like, third, fourth, fifth, sixth hand heard from... You know, Cindy would hear about it in the checkout line at the Walmart or the Piggly Wiggly or whatever the hell they have up there. I don't know. I just... I feel like it's weird that she didn't immediately find out after he started bragging about it on the daily to yeah. his coworkers. Yeah, he's getting because brazen you know, with they it. they went home and told their spouses and... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It started to get to the point where he would come home from work and he was no longer the loving and loyal family man he used to be. He chased his daughters off the computer and ignored his wife to get to the life he truly wanted, which was that of Tommy with Jesse. I mean, when you know what you want, you know what you want. Yeah. Yeah, Chase, chase, chase after your dreams. Yes. Um, unless unless it's a 17-year-old girl in yes, your 46. Do that. yes. That's awful. Actually, just if, just, I don't know. Just don't do this shit at all, any of it. Well, I mean, it's hard to say don't go on the computer because everything's on the computer. You think well, about Bumble and, and Grinder, especially. I know you frequent those, Octavio. You don't have to give everyone. At the end, you can give your screen names to those <laughs> platforms. I think you'd be happy down. that he's on Grinder. <laughs> not any of the others. He's happy about it. I know. That's why he's bragging. Shut up. About what? Being on Grinder? Yes, he loves it. You know, you know what Grinder is? Yes. Okay. Clearly, I'm joking. And if he is on Grinder, to each their own. Um, but do you know what Grinder is? My house. Yes, it is. <laughs> Tinder yeah. for sex, and With mainly for men. <laughs> yeah, for gay men. Yeah. To get why grinding. can't lesbians be on there? <laughs> why? Is huh? there, what's What's the lesbian version called? Scissors. Oh, okay. Is that real? TGI, TGI lick my pussies? <laughs> Is that real? No, that's no, a Dan Cook joke. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Moving on, no, then. The scissors exist, though. Don't like. Okay. So, <laughs> he's clearly spiraling, I mean, well beyond any form of normal at this point. He made a New Year's resolution, and he scribbled it on his logoed work pad that stated... January 2nd, 2006, Tom Montgomery, 46 years old, ceases to exist and is replaced by an 18-year-old battle-scarred Marine. Now he's got money in the bank, 2.5 million to be exact. Now he's handsome, 
like a red-headed Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> what, the, what the fuck? Yep. I'm not done yet. Uh, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. I'm this part. Hey, I've got a nine-inch penis. Ooh. And definitely am not impotent. <laughs> now, moving to West Virginia to be with love of his life, Jesse. Now, I wish I knew the exact time I would change to a new time to prepare for it. Wait, he's impotent? I, Wait, Thomas is impotent? No, no, no. Thomas Def, is impotent. Definitely not, not impotent. No, Thomas, Thomas is impotent. Yes. Tom Montgomery is not impotent, but Thomas... No, Tom Montgomery, the 46-year-old, oh, okay. he's saying that he is when he becomes Tommy, he will no longer be impotent, and apparently he is adding a few inches to his part. Well, like nine? Like five. Like five. I, probably oh, okay. seven to eight. Oh, anyway, you know Tom? Okay. He's also but, okay, but adding... Tom, that's, you didn't mention that before. Thomas is impotent? Like, that's a kind of a big deal, isn't it? Well, he's living with his, mon living his mundane life with his wife. He's 46. I don't know the exact age of men ceasing to have zero issues Runners? down there, but um... I'm pretty sure a lot of men that age have that problem. Which is why they have Viagra and Cialis and Blue Chew, whatever the fuck you guys call that shit. Yeah, Blue Chew. Okay, so yeah, I I think that's pretty common, and I didn't feel it necessary to speak on his impotence issue, but I was bringing it up in the okay. Okay. Yeah, but that could be a factor in his deteriorating marriage. His marriage mm -hmm. wasn't deteriorating. He was fine. He was a loyal, loving family man. He just got bored with life and got online and started. Yeah. He bought his wife a vibrator, so. <laughs> She's fine. Okay. Well, as long so, as she's fine, that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah, she's fine. Happy she wife, clearly can give two right? shits to sit on the internet all the time at this point. But what I thought was weird about the letter, the New Year's resolution, is that he is talking about himself as if he is, like he's, he is handsome, like a redheaded handsome Harrison Ford. He had a nine inch, you know, and yes. is so he was talking like he was actually going to cease to exist, and he was giving forth this new life i don't know like that's i mean crazy as, talk. as improv because you can get surgery for a, a nine inch penis that's that's doable i mean if you go to the right doctor what i'm concerned is how is he going to go from 46 to 18 like that's i don't that's know not how, how aging works benjamin buttoning his shit i don't i don't get it i don't know but he he has a plan know. okay but also 2.5 million he just has 2.5 million in the bank he's a marine you can clearly see this is a resolution of what he wants and hopes for his life. And well, no, he, it says he's, he says he has money in the bank. So he's 18 battle scarred Marine and he has money in the bank. 2.5 million yes. to be exact. You, he's a Marine. Mm -hmm. Marines don't get paid 2.5. I'm asking quite, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm asking now I'm asking. Well, okay. You're asking all of this, this, none of that is factual. He no, obviously, this is he is clearly lost his mind. He has clearly gone off the deep end at this point. Yes, but at this point, because he is spiraling so heavily out of control, guess who starts to notice? Cindy. Cindy starts to see that he is spending so much time on the computer and he has completely changed his demeanor with his children. He never interacts with them as he used to. So she began the search of her home and found the letters, photos, and panties. She saw the catfishing chaos unfolding before her eyes, and she knew he was acting like an 18-year-old Marine with a 17-year-old girl. 
Fendi couldn't allow this to continue, but divorce wasn't an option for her at that time, so she decided to write Jesse a letter herself and send a family photo of their entire family. And it read, Jesse, in clothes you will find pictures of my family. Let me introduce you to these people. The man in the center is Tom, my husband. There is no Tommy. He is taking advantage of you. You need to be much more cautious with your safety. You will only be hurt by a man who has mastered the art of manipulation and lies. Do not trust words on a computer. Cindy Montgomery. Good yeah. on her. The level of grace and, and maturity and maturity and that woman has is unmatched. Like I don't I don't know a single person in my life who would react like that, especially no one sitting to my right. Um Well, if I was would, if you were catfishing a seventeen year old, I would not I'd literally call the little girl and tell her, please let's not do this anymore, sweetheart. And then I would murder you. Set it on the internet, okay? That's what I'm saying. You don't have the grace that Cindy does, okay? She, you don't know what Cindy's going to do behind closed doors to him. She might have beat him with a sock filled with oranges. We don't As far know. as I remember, she just relegated him to the basement, right? Yes, but that's neither here nor there. Like, she, like I said, she didn't you, care either. You don't have the grace the and the elegance of so, writing such a wonderful time, letter. <laughs> I well, I told you I'm going to be like that, that kid, just like side-eyeing the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what actually happened behind closed doors between Cindy and Thomas is not going to be fully known because Cindy is a graceful woman and she's not going to admit that she beat her husband senseless with a sock full of oranges or quarters, okay? She did good on the girl, told her how to... Act, yeah, she, she did real good. Catfished. I think she could not have handled this any better. Like that was yeah, well she could done. have handled it slightly better. She could have called the police. That would be not only okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I guess. Yeah. Okay. So moving along with that one because we could all have, you know, our huge discussion on how she did it and how I wouldn't do it. Okay. But Jesse couldn't believe what she was reading and seeing. She had spoken to him daily for months and knew what he looked like. She didn't know what to do, so she got on Pogo and reached out to 22-year-old Brian Barrett. She remembered his screen name was Beefcake, and he was a co-worker of Tommy's, <laughs> and she knew they sometimes played online poker together. She told him all the crazy lies that Thomas had fed her, Tommy to her, and Brian felt sorry for her. He was a shoulder for her, and then they started to talk more and more, which led to her sending Brian the same picture she sent to Tommy, and I'm sure you can imagine where this is heading. Here's a little exchange between the two. Will will be reading as Brian and Octavio is reading as Jesse. I'm staring at your pics. <laughs> what were you thinking? Uh, how bad I want to hold you and kiss you. I love you, Brian. I love you too, Jesse. At this point, Brian is now hooked and can clearly see what Lord Thomas Montgomery in. Jesse was a flirt and not a bit shy. Also super fast. Taking my thong off, <laughs> sitting back down on my baby's lap, sliding onto something long and hard. Are you getting close, baby? Yeah, are you? Ew. The moan's gross. You wrote this. No, but I didn't, I did not put moan, insert moan. Okay. During well. these exchanges between Brian and Jesse, Brian was completely unaware that she was so angry with Thomas Montgomery and he and was using her newfound relationship with Brian as a way to get back at Tommy. 
There is even further niceties exchanged between Tommy and Jesse where she asks him one favor and that's not to let Tommy die and he tells her that he will live on in her heart forever. He tells her that he wishes he could be hers but he can't and they end on good ter- good terms wishing each other well and telling each other their final goodbyes. And that I- little chat exchange is <sighs> 639 pages long so i decided not to include that you're welcome yeah i was just gonna say like i i wish i could be like what the fuck is happening but i kind of she's 17 like that you've had this online relationship i remember back in the day being like super invested in a online chat with someone like i i want to be like dude what the fuck are you doing but at the same time be like she did she did have a real relationship with him like and she is young she's not she's not like well versed in this stuff like she's naive Uh, i guess would be the word i I suppose she's very naive and she's ignorant and i don't mean that in an ugly way i mean she's ignorant to the behaviors of you know actual relationships as a grown-up and like how she's so quick to say i love you to brian even though it initially started as a way to get back at tommy it turns into something because she's clearly starving for the attention of these guys and yeah while she has people in her real life and you know she's not lacking there i guess and that but she's not getting exactly what she needs and this is feeding that for her so during these exchanges between Brian and Jesse Brian was completely unaware that sorry were you left use the spot i'm not sure i did What's but that? Well, after, so they continued to exchange. Um, yeah, they said their goodbyes. Yes. Yeah. And Brian at this point has zero idea that that was their final goodbye. After all of that happens, Jesse turns back to Brian. She has such a hold over him. She's convinced him to help her make fun of Thomas online and even got him reported and suspended from playing any more online games. Oh. Brian took it another step further and planned to tell everyone at work what a creep he was and Jesse also gave Brian her login info and he would pretend to be Jesse talking to Tommy just to humiliate him and at work Brian started bragging about his new relationship with Jesse and this just made Thomas so angry because now everyone in the company thinks he's a loser and a predator I don't understand that part fully because Brian is I mean he's also an adult and this is a child 20 22 he's 20 he's 22 22. super immature in 10 years it wouldn't make a damn bit of a difference but at that moment it does still not legal but either way i just just understand why that 20 a 22 like the balls to be a 22 year old uh picking on your 20 year plus senior senior. yeah no i'm saying co-worker is the relationship the relationship between jesse and brian is not legal either and I don't really get. And it's not. It's not quite forty six to seventeen. No, it's though. definitely not. But I'm just saying, like in ten years, it wouldn't matter. Like we wouldn't even think about the age gap. Yeah. But at that time, it was so. That to me was important to point out that Jesse was fueling this activity, and Brian was falling victim to Jesse's encouraging of hating on Tommy while not realizing himself. <laughs> Him telling his coworkers and stuff and Tommy Thomas getting angry about it just makes me laugh because I saw a meme saying, how dare you tell people what I did to make them dislike me? <laughs> how dare you? You're making me look bad by telling them what I actually did. So here's a little exchange between Brian and Jesse as they plan to further 
mess with Thomas. And again, Will is Brian and Octavio is Jesse. What should I say? Up to you, baby. Well, I have to fuck with him. You're bad. <laughs> I'm still laughing. <laughs> the whole thing with work and the confrontations and everything has just sparked a new level of anger and rage in Thomas. He confronted Brian about his relationship with Jesse. Brian seems to play semi-dumb about it. And Thomas then informed Brian that his relationship with Jesse wasn't over like he thought, and Jesse still very much wished that she could be with Tommy, but not Thomas. Thomas came with receipts, too. And here's an online exchange between Brian and Thomas after Brian learned the two-timing two truth and Thomas still living multiple lives that he can't even keep up with this, at this point. What a shit show. Octavio is going to be reading as Tom... Thomas, Tommy, whatever the hell you want to call him, and Brian will be reading. I mean, Will 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 be reading. <laughs> Brian isn't here anymore. <laughs> he is in our hearts. Well, now I see it. I, I told her I would give her a chance to regain herself. You fucking lied to me about her. And not to lie to me anymore, and not to fuck with you and cause you any pain. So you both do. So are you going to see her? No. Why not? I'm going to Connecticut to help my uncle move Thursday. I have to bring things from his old house to his new house in North Carolina. You both have been lying to me about how you feel about each other and about the virus. The virus was real. I sent it because I was pissed. She lied to me. Brian, just go be with her and leave me out of this and leave me alone. I trusted you and you lied, so you and her belong together. Well, I'm, I'm, I might not stay with her long. I was talking to Sharon again today. <laughs> Not anymore. Doesn't matter. You broke my trust, so you can do whatever you want with whoever you want. Just stay away from me. I I don't even really like dealing with all her bullshit. I, I don't know what I want or what I'm going to do with her. And you made a CD for someone you didn't like? What a fucking liar. You and her are... You, you want her, Brian. Stop lying about her. You have been lying to me since, what, December when you wanted her? Go pop her cherry. She is a virgin. And you can deal with all that shit now that you have her name on your mini. I, I don't plan on it. She has my password. You might as well. It says it all on your mini about you and, and her. Why didn't you change it? Because I'm giving her a chance. And, and I enjoy talking to her. Because you just lost a friend. Well, I skipped the whole part, but it's all good. Uh, well, that's all. Nothing more than just talking and joking around. And you had to lie about talking to her? If nothing else, why the lies? Doesn't matter, you both got what you wanted. Good luck with her, Brian, and have fun with her. I'm not really trying anything with her. So that pogo message you sent me about losing a friend was all bullshit too? Come on, I have two years of school left, Matt, and she's going to college, so there's no time. Soon I would be with her, but, you know, no, that, that was the truth. No, it's not. If you lied about talking and wanting to be with her, it is all bullshit. Well, then I didn't then. But you do now. I was enjoying Shelly then, and I, I didn't know it was the same person. But you want her now. Did she send you her bikini pictures? No, I didn't ask for any pics. Did she send you any, though? No, man. I can't believe you chose her over our friendship. I never really chose her. She went after me hard, and I just talked to her. 
That's your choice, so you can live with it. Why does it bother you so much? You're you're much older than her. I will be deleting you off Yahoo, so I won't bother you. Or your West Virginia whore anymore. Have fun. Now I'm glad I didn't give you Jesse's address on MySpace. You would have told her. It doesn't matter, man. I'm not going to do anything about it. You will tell her. Just like the bullshit about the virus. If I saw it, I would show her, but there's nothing she could do. I bet your West Virginia whore is still on Yahoo, isn't she? Not on, on, not on that name. She, she's got a new one. I knew she lied. Good luck, Brian. You will need it with her, especially since she's advertising you as her boyfriend. Hey, man, it doesn't matter to me. How about telling your cum-sucking, <laughs> N-word loving little whore to stay the fuck out of my life? You wanted her, you got her. Just tell her to leave me the fuck alone. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Why did that take such a... Up, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Yes. That went from like... Zero, it was, zero he to was 60 all, No, no, he was already at 60. That went from like 60 to like 130, like quick. He picked shit up fast. He, that was... I'm not even going to read that again. That is ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not sure why he brought the N-word into that. And the like, it I also, just went to an, a next level right there. I don't The way it. he was using whore as well, didn't say, I didn't like saying that either. Yeah, and the way that they typed, I like yeah. verbatim put that on there. So I'm glad you guys could pick up on some of those and words. Because I had also, no damn clue what mini was, nor did I know what something else you guys said. Yeah, I don't know. But just to, I think to make it clear, though. He said the hard R. He typed that oh, out. Yes, he typed that out, and he actually said it to her also in another. He says it a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the N word. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hard R. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He hard R's it. Like, and it's and when we saw it in the documentary, I was just like, that came what? out of nowhere. Like, why are you immediately going to that? Like, what is wrong with you, dude? I mean, yeah. clearly a lot. Clearly a lot. So. Thanks, guys. Good job on that. Um, but this whole back and forth love triangle goes on for many more months. Thomas is obsessed and Brian, well, I don't really know. Maybe the same, but in September 2006, 16-ish months after all of this began, Thomas Montgomery completely lost it. He began harassing Jesse on the phone and online. She did her best to ignore him and just signed off, or she hung up when he called. He would rage on her often. In their last exchange online, which was September 13th, 2006, he sent her a message telling her, You are a whore, and that's all you will ever be. And she simply, simply replied with, I am leaving now, and signed off. Thomas sent her several messages throughout the day, and she gave little to no response. The next day, he pinged her again. Hey, whore, you suck your boyfriend Brian's cock today? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> No response. What the from fuck am I saying? <laughs> why am I? Why are you making me say these things? <laughs> to convey this severity. Like I'm like Ron Burgundy. You put it on the board. I'm gonna read <laughs> I'm it. I'm gonna read it. I'm yeah. gonna read what you put. Go, Go fuck, fuck yourself, yourself San, Diego. San Diego. <laughs> Don't get it, but okay. So, wow, get out of my house. Shut your mouth. Wow. First, it's always sunny, and now Anchorman. Yeah. They're both okay. Moving these are on. divorceable uh, crimes, but that's okay. Continue. My brother's just good, though. <laughs> so after that little exchange, she gave no response. And the following morning on the 15th, he called her in the morning very early, waking her up 
and he was just screaming into the phone, like just nonsense, anger, rage, screaming into the phone, and she hung up. This is a man who has his life together. Very much so. At 10.16 p.m. on September 15th, Brian Barrett clocked out of work and walked to his truck in the Dynabraid parking lot. He got in, settled into a seat to start his truck and head home for the weekend. Three shots pierced the driver's side window and Brian slumped sideways. He'd been shot in the neck and the upper arm. By what police believe was a 30 caliber carbine rifle. Carbine. Carbine, whatever. I was going to say that and I thought you'd say it was wrong. Mm-hmm. But the sad, very, very sad thing is Brian wouldn't be found for two days because nobody was at the factory for the weekend. And he's a grown person, so no one's... Yeah, he didn't make plans with anybody. It's not like he was supposed to be anywhere. He had no plans to meet up with anybody. So he just sat. Sat, slumped in his truck, shot to death for two days. That is that is awful. Can we go back to the gunshots, though? There we go. You timed those those pretty nicely. Yeah, it was just super low. Yeah, it was low. Whatever. Thomas still harassed Jesse via instant message for days. Like, days after. Like, continued. Once Brian's body was found, word got around quickly about what a piece of shit Thomas Montgomery was and the shit-talking he was always doing about Brian. One coworker said that Thomas's behavior was growing more and more erratic, but he wouldn't be stupid enough to leave shell casings. That same employee was also standing at the time clock with Thomas just two weeks prior when Thomas randomly asked him if he knew what time Brian got off work. After examining Brian's phone, the police found Jesse's information and details regarding their online relationship. The police called her to warn her that she might be in danger because they assumed that Thomas may be on his way to West Virginia to attack her or worse. The lieutenant on the case, Ron Kenyon, called Jesse's local police department and asked that they go perform a welfare check and gave them her address. This next part is absolutely mind-blowing. So buckle up. Oh yeah, this is uh, yeah. This is, can, this is wild. Nutty. Mm-hmm. So th- I like the context of this is six a.m. <laughs> that this is happening, like because they're they're in a hurry. So this is all this is next part is all happening at six a.m. in the morning. <laughs> like I I know I said six a.m. and that's the morning. I understand that. That's just it's, it's it all happens very quickly too. Yeah, like, I'm just very, mean like this quickly. is. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine getting woke like this, but. The police show up to the house and they knock, of course. A woman answers. Mary Sheeler answers the door and they ask for Jesse. She states that Jesse no longer lives there and she doesn't have a phone number to contact her. That raises little red flags with the police immediately. Why wouldn't her mother know where her child is or how to reach her? The local police reach back out to the lieutenant on the case of Brian's murder, Lieutenant Kenyon, told the and Lieutenant Ken. Kenyon told Officer Kirk that Jesse had to be at the house. He had just spoken with her hours early, earlier, and he needed them to go back and find out what's going on. Officer Kirk continued to press Jesse's mother, and her behavior was strange, but the more he pressed, the more nervous she became, and then she finally blurted the truth. She was the one having the relationships with these men. She was pretending to be her daughter, sending her daughter's dirty panties from her hamper, writing letters as her daughter, sending gifts, taking half-naked photos of her daughter, and sending them to grown-ass men. 
Jeez. So she was taking. She took the upskirts. She yeah. took the upskirts. That's she why those pictures, pictures didn't look like Jesse knew that yeah. they were being taken. She was she literally these... stalking her daughter. Yes. That's fucked up. Back in New York, what? Well, I just I know Thomas Montgomery just shot a 22 year old man, and that this ended someone's life. But like I. Oh, I will touch back on. I, I know, but it's just the context of it seems so much worse now that it's. Yes. I don't know. He was killed over just this. this yeah. This woman. Mother, and, and if, if you've mother seen her. Pretending to be her daughter. If you look up pictures of her, she is a frumpy woman. She's she's the equivalent to what I would think Thomas Montgomery's, you know, life persona, I guess, in real life. And she was portraying who she wanted to be the same way, except where she fucked up and went completely and utterly off the deep end is where she used her own damn daughter yeah at least thomas was just himself 30 years earlier is he still technically himself just a younger version this is and beyond also, the pale this is yes and I also way unacceptable she sends these pictures of her daughter with her softball uniform on that has her school name she's sending half nude photos she's sending dirty panties from her daughter's laundry hamper from her room stealing them like she's putting her daughter in the most amount of danger you can imagine a, a parent could ever can you imagine do to their child. If, can you imagine if Thomas had killed Brian and then made it his mission to go to West Virginia to kill Jesse? Yes, Jesse would have exactly had no idea know. why she's she's staring down the barrel of a gun. She would have no clue at all. Exactly. So while all this is going on back in New York, they're continuing to find anything they can to help catch Brian's killer. When they stumble upon a peach pit near his truck, and guess whose DNA was on it? Tommy. Thomas freaking Montgomery. Oh, Thomas is not Tommy. He wasn't stupid enough to leave shell casings, but he was definitely stupid enough to leave DNA. Good on him. Thomas was arrested on November 27, 2006 for Brian Barrett's murder and tried to get his kids to lie for him, saying he would, was out to eat when the murder happened. His wife and his kids are not about to partake in that mess. So his wife and the police, his wife told the police the correct time frame and his cell records confirmed that he was in fact at Dynabraid at the estimated time of the murder. I uh, just, what a piece of shit. So if I remember from the documentary, he tried to say that he was home by 10:10, just a few minutes before the murder took place. And he was like, yeah, just ask my wife and kids. They'll tell you I was home at 10 o'clock or 10:10." And then his wife was like, uh, you must have thought. Well, he told two stories. He told, try to get his kids to lie with one about being at a restaurant. And then also said that they had gone to eat and were home from the restaurant at 1010. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he told multiple stories. Couldn't get his, but just tried to anything. But nobody gave a shit because no one no, was no going to stick up for him. So. No, he's, I mean, can you, his wife is found a box of a 17 year olds I don't know how to describe what she sent like love letters and stuff and he's like yeah my wife will lie to me <laughs> will lie for me yeah. I mean yeah yeah right <laughs> yeah but yeah. Her, bud. <laughs> yeah again though like how you said she's a a graceful woman so maybe yeah he thought he had a chance and hope in hell I guess I'm glad he didn't I'm glad she's stand me up too. so Thomas found out that Mary, Jesse's mother, was actually the one portraying Jesse and that he was 
a victim to a double catfishing love triangle and attempted to kill himself with 25 Seroquel he stole from another inmate. Holy shit. While he was in holding. It didn't work, clearly. He ended up pleading guilty to first-degree murder after he found out his wife and kids told the police the truth of the timeline and he tried to tell them to lie, that he tried to tell them to lie about it and he was sentenced to 20 years in Attica Correctional. 20 years for murdering someone? For first-degree murder? Yes. That seems Maybe low. Maybe it's 20 years to life. Yeah, I don't know. That seems so, low. Well, it says that he would be um, eligible for parole in 17 years for, with if he was good. Was that is that next year? Bigger. I uh, don't know. Someone quickly Google if he's still in jail. I think. What well, did he get sentenced in 2006? Yes. Well, no, probably, he got sentenced probably. in 2000, early 2007, I believe, because he was arrested in November, late yeah. November. Okay, so still, that, that time's coming up pretty <clears throat> quick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But maybe he wasn't good in jail. We don't know. I mean, we could know. So That just seems like such a low It, it, it just seems very for, low. But I also such a went to school with someone. And premeditated as fuck, clearly. I went to school with someone um, who killed another classmate in cold-blooded murder because he liked his girlfriend shot him through his house window out standing outside and he was sentenced to 11 years and he is currently out a free man walking around while my friend is dead well that's not terrifying at all yeah and he currently okay still so lives over there. he he got 20 years uh how many years did uh mary sheeler get so jesse's mom mary was never charged oh fuck out of here and as you can what? imagine she's not jumping for joy when asked for interviews but Jesse found out about the whole thing and was so distraught that she went to her father, who at the time had absolutely zero clue any of this had even been going on. Didn't Jesse find out like through the internet or something like? Yes. Like there's an article about her. Like she saw her name. She saw her picture. Yeah, she read it. She's like, "What the?" She saw like, a that's, picture that's of herself me. online with yeah. Brian's picture. Yeah, young man and murdered. I don't go deep into this, but I want to touch on this really quickly. That Brian's dad is actually a computer engineer, I believe, and he blames himself for having the computers and the programs and the knowledge in the house for Brian getting caught up in this, which is absolutely just horrible. And the I guilt, can understand the guilt, but that's not... That's not his fault. Correct. He's definitely yeah, it's not, not... It's not his parents' fault at all. Not in any way, shape, or form, but the I, guilt that they live with today still, it's its unimaginable. It's yeah, so sad. To me, as much as Thomas's fault, this is definitely just as much Mary's fault. She didn't pull the trigger, but she was the catalyst. I believe she should. It. She is. Oh, there's, if like, there's not laws about her right now, they need to make laws about her right now. So, well, we already know she has committed one that is very, very, very punishable federal law right now of exchanging or sending of pornographic images of children. That is a huge thing going on in this country today and she still to this day has not been charged with a crime for doing that nonsense statute, statute of limitations i don't think child porn has a statute i don't think it, i don't yeah, think it but where quite they, but where they yeah but where they filmed uh, i don't I think she, I was, uh, and yeah, i think I if she it was did the sexualization she, of it i don't think there were actual nude photographs but i, I think was, there is a line as shitty as it is and should be punishable i think there is a legal line uh, because it didn't show anything, but also at one point she turns 18 in their conversation. So, uh, you know, it's made up, but still she wasn't 17 the whole time. She says that I'm yeah. 17 and I just graduated, uh, or 18 and I just graduated. 
but but she was 17 when the pictures initially yeah were yeah no i'm not saying any of it's okay i think just I, the legal shit that i don't understand is probably why she's not in handcuffs yeah, yeah. so mary to this day has never told jesse that she was sorry fuck her ever Jesus. And Jesse no longer has any communication with her mother, which good. is good for her. Good. But Mary did speak off camera at one point and told reporters that she started doing this because she was bored and lonely. She mm -hmm. kept doing it because she felt it was better than Thomas Montgomery talking to actual children on the internet. Oh, fuck you. She played you that did it for your own self-satisfaction. Yeah, she, she's yes. putting on the cape saying she's she enjoyed the attention. Yes. She had, she enjoyed the attention 100%. She, fuck her. So Mary also told reporters that she plans to write a book one day about the dangers of the mm. internet. And I hope she I, fucking titles it with her first and last fucking name. That's all we need I, because she I is just, what people need to be protected from. I just opened my mouth a little bit. I cannot with this woman. Like it is disgusting. Mm -mm. She is such a piece of shit. But guess what? Police later found thousands upon thousands of photos that she had taken of her <laughs> own daughter without her knowledge. Hence the unposed pics that were sent to the guys. Upskirt, boobs, butt, full body, etc. She sent those pictures of her minor daughter to grown men and was not charged with distributing child pornography. What the hell? Yeah, it, what also kills me is that uh, so Thomas found out what Mary Sheeler looked like and he was just like, oh, shit. That's why but, he wanted to kill himself with the 25 but, yeah. in jail. But it turns out he was one of many. He's she's Mary Sheeler sent her daughter's pictures to Too fucking many. everybody. She was talking to so many men. So she was many doing men. it to keep them from talking to other actual children. She said on on every account when questioned, that was her go-to. But she's never had to speak to speak for or like take any accountability for the fact that she she could have used like I don't know Google images or some shit but she freaking used her own child yeah she could have been literally was. anybody in the world she could have found good looking pictures she of could have anybody been Markle. She, she could have been Meghan Markle but I, so, I want to talk about so in the documentary um what I almost like was like my I was like tearing up uh when Mary's uh, husband was talking Mary's husband what I don't know his name um but I, I don't even want to say it. To, I, I, yeah, he was just and a nice-looking. He really didn't yeah, want to be involved he, in this at all anymore. Yeah, but child. I just I want to bring him up because, I, dude, I I'm sorry, dude. Like I I feel for him. Um, I, just seeing how he was talking about what was happening, and you could tell that when it came to his daughter, he was tore up. Devastated. Like he could be, he not give, he could give two, he filed for divorce. Like he divorced his wife, Mary Sheeler immediately, but he could not give a fuck about her. But when it came to what his wife, his daughter's mother did to her, you could see him dying inside and how he, you can tell that he takes some of the blame because he didn't know. But honestly, dude, like it, watching that, I teared up. Like he, the pain this man has gone through just because his wife was fucking bored. Someone, an innocent man, but young man, is dead because of his wife's words to random strangers on the internet. Yep. And it was not anything that she has had to pay for, and I hope she is living a free world hell every single day of her life. Because well, 
She's not. Didn't her son say that she's back on the internet all the time? She is, but also I didn't mention this earlier because I wanted. he clearly wanted to be left out also. She does mm -hmm. have a son. He did not want interviews either, and he was shown in the dock. If you want to look him up, he was just a plain fella. He was younger than Jesse, and he wants no part of this either, and he still speaks to and has a relationship with his mother, and he is the person who did tell a media outlet that his mother is back on the internet. She has not been barred from having access to a computer. After the police gave her computers back, she may or may not have taken a little, you know, hiatus from catfishing, but she very well could be a fucking Tinder swindler at this point, okay? Yeah, but uh, it's just... The awful part is, and we, we actually tried to talk about Jesse as a person as little as possible besides what we had to say, but can you just picture, you have nothing to do with this case, yet your actual face, your actual name is what people recognize by this case. And people like us talk about it. And uh, it is it that has got to be the worst feeling, something you had no clue was even happening, and now you're associated with it forever because of her mom and catfishing and there's no repercussions at this moment and i yeah, want to terrible. give a little disclaimer prior to we will not be sharing images of jesse no, no if you no. would like to look her up you can you clearly know her name but we will be sharing pictures of brian to honor his murder and death and his family you know is his fighting life. for justice yeah. and he was an innocent person caught in a mm -hmm. Just a uh, terrible situation. And as everyone has mentioned. The others. As everyone has mentioned in every documentary, every podcast, Brian was the only person telling the truth in any of this. And he was the one who paid the ultimate price. Yep. Well, just to wrap this up, P. So, moral of the story here, here, folks, is don't talk to people online because you're bored. And then create fake lives you will never have. I feel like this shouldn't need to be said, but it does because this stuff happens every single day still today. You might be talking to your own mom or dad out there trying to have a little bit of fun. FaceTime, it's a thing, use it. Don't trust anything you read online, most of it's a lie. Look at the old Tinder swindler. I could go on for days. Don't meet people online anywhere alone or at night. Meet at a crowded mall, Walmart, a restaurant. Actually, meet them at the police department. You will find out quick, fast, and in a hurry if they are legit or not. Just stay safe out there, boys and girls. Yeah, meet him at a Walmart. <laughs> meet him at a Walmart. It, there's only one cashier, so oh, I take that back. Oh, the South really comes out, huh? <laughs> well, I was You're just hey trying man, to think. Hey, man, there's a super Walmart out here, and they got a beauty salon. No, I meant And inside. we can come get some new tires over here for your car. I meant inside because it's not near their home. It's well lit inside, and there are other people. I think he's just saying the fact that he chose Walmart. He chose Walmart. Target. Chose... Okay, go to Target. Target. Okay. Target. Target. There we go. Target. Sorry. Or Sam's uh, Club. But, but just to put it in context, Will, there is five Walmarts in a five-mile radius. Of that my doesn't house. surprise me. And I will not mm. live less... I would not live in the country. Yeah, there's not I enough Walmarts. There's not enough Walmarts I, around here. I just... I remember visiting my stepdad, rest in peace, in Indiana... And the big hangout place was a super Walmart. And so it just cracks me up. Well, our mall, mall closes at 7 p.m. So, I mean, since freaking COVID started. But, yeah, just 
let's ignore all of the other places I suggested people and meet your man or woman online relationship place. at a fire department or a police department because if they're not going to show up then they are not real or they got warrants and they're afraid so you don't want them either way or a restaurant I guess nope mm -hmm. yeah. no, don't do that because they might be sitting outside their car watching you meet at the parking spot where it says like the child custody drop off location or something like that they got yeah, cameras on every every ounce and inch of that place just stay safe. great first impression <laughs> <laughs> yeah who hey, cares? outside the police department all right oh all right you look like a picture so let's go eat yeah if they're not if they don't care enough to keep them safe then it's it basically on the lines of don't just be like hey come over to my house yes definitely type of thing which is so weird public places public out. places for first dates for uh, online uh, yes. dating. And I am embarrassed to admit this, but I went to Octavio's house the first time I ever met him. <laughs> Alone <laughs> at night. Oh. Kyle was working. <laughs> oh, look at that. So I did a no-no, guys and girls. I wasn't do wearing what shoes. I did. Yeah, because if he was, I would have left because his shoes were ugly and I don't do ugly shoes. So I was wearing skater shoes. It's weird. I understand. I'm weird with that. A lot of things other than that. But yeah, if he was not just socks, I would have left. All right. Well, that's uh, <laughs> cool. our, our internet safety episode. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. And we'll see you next week. See you next, next week. week. I bring us uh, back to... Uh, well, I won't tell you what it is, but next week is a fan... Uh, request. Yeah. Yay, fan requests. We love those. Please send them. Don't be and afraid to email a, us. A, a fan specifically said, hey, you guys would probably do this story really well, so we're doing it. We're going to do it really well. Well, mm -hmm. I, well we're going to do it. Well, yeah. Well, it's your story, so we'll see. Hey, hey was, that a, was that a compliment? Yeah. Oh, I Thank was, you. I thought it was a jab. Like, Hey, that was really nice of you, Will. Thanks, man. It's called a backhanded compliment. No, no, that's just a compliment. Yeah, yeah. Who is sure. catfishing you, Octavio? Shut oh up. shit! I should have known. Well, all right. All right. Bye, everybody. We'll see Bye. you next week. See you next week. Love you. Don't tell people on the internet you love them. Okay. Bye. <laughs>